Welcome to the It Is What It Is podcast powered by the Riot Report. My name is Josh Klein. I am the managing editor of said Riot Report. Right across the hall from me is my friend Zach Luttrell. And in between the two of us, we have a special guest who I'm not quite going to introduce yet, but you probably saw his name in the show notes and on your title. And if you haven't figured it out by now, you're you're, you're in real trouble. We're recording here at the ESPN 730 The Game Charlotte Studios in the shadow of Bank of America Stadium. If you haven't done it yet, make sure you go to iTunes, rate, subscribe, review us, leave us a positive review. Make sure it's five stars because if not, Zach is going to be so sad. That he will has, get sad. He has cried so many times about all of the two-star reviews that you say, Zach is just not as good as I thought he was going to be. Yeah. Like, I thought that he was going to sound a lot more funny and more interesting. Sorry and then, to let you down. Yeah, and then he turns out to be just okay, good, not great. <laughs> and I don't like this when is he true. Sp- this is a true story. spits bars. <laughs> anyway, uh, my name is Josh Klein. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Klein Rules. You can follow Zach on Twitter at Roaring Riot Z. You can follow The Riot Report on Twitter at Our Riot Report. And you can follow the It Is What It Is podcast on Twitter as soon as we get our own personal Twitter handle. We're going to get there one day. I promise you. <laughs> I actually did some research and I looked into it and it was it was giving me like, it is what it is, P-O-3. Oh, it no. is what it is, That's what 18. <laughs> like, how Underscore many it, random number. How yeah. many it is what it is podcasts are already existing in the Twitter? And how many five-star reviews do they have? That's <laughs> a real question. <laughs> <laughs> Not as many as we're going to have after this spectacular intro. Anyway, uh, joining us here, before we just bury the lead, joining us here at the studios, new running back for the Carolina Panthers, native Charlottean, University of North Carolina Tar Heel. Yeah. Uh, one of my, honestly, one of my favorite Tar Heel football players of all time. I'm just going to just, I don't want to pump your head up too much. You may not be able to fit into those family dollar earphones after this, but uh, sophomore year, 215 carries, 1,463 yards, 6.7 yards per carry, 17 touchdowns. Elijah Hood is here. Elijah, welcome. Thank you. Hey, hello. How are right. everybody Here's doing? The, uh, hold on. Yeah. The applause. Yeah. Get that applause. sound machine going. Yeah. <laughs> Elijah, um, so... Just right off the bat, I, I just want to know, like you, you were playing with the Raiders. They they waived you, and then when the news comes in that the Panthers are claiming you off waivers, how how does that kind of walk us through what happened in that situation? Well, the, the whole finding out thing was was kind of a story in of its own. Um, I was kind of like the last person to actually find out because after I had been released, I was you know just kind of down a little bit and not. Just wondering about where I was going. I was just, you know, it's like I need to rest a little bit, just take my mind off things. So I had took a nap that morning, and when I obviously I answered my, I looked at my phone. I had like a thousand messages, <laughs> yeah. a billion calls. I mean, so something the, happened. Something happened. <laughs> I mean, so I'm thinking anything couldn't could have happened. So what's the first thing I always do when I? I just I checked Twitter. I yeah, was right. Like, exactly. I was like, what, "What's going on?" And then I see my name's trending, and I click on the little thing, and it said Elijah Hood has been claimed by the the Carolina Panthers. And yeah. I was just like, "Wait a minute, this is real." And I was just like, "This got to be some kind of crazy kind of joke or something." So was there ever a thought? Yeah. You know, once you got the news from the Raiders, and you know, before the nap, you know, when you were you were thinking about what the next steps were, was there ever a thought like, "I wonder if there's a chance where the Panthers could scoop me up here." I mean, yeah, I I, I was because I, I I looked up the Panthers and I looked up their roster and what they what they had recently done and 
I had saw they had recently kind of had grabbed T.J. Anderson, and when I had saw that, I was like, oh, well, they might be. All they set, might right? be a little bit filled up there. I'm, I'm gonna just see who else is really gonna be looking for running backs and. Shoot, I mean, before I could even do that, the Panthers doubled down there. Like, we need both of you guys. Right. So we were actually talking about it, um, you know, a day before, just saying, oh, wouldn't this be fun, you know, to get a, a local kid back home and, you know, obviously a you know, Tar Heel grade. And then, you know, 24 hours later, we were doing the same thing. We were like, all right. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. It wasn't like – it was like it'd be cool if it happened, but no one really thought it was like a serious, serious thing on the table as a – yeah, and then I, it, they just – it happened, and I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I mean, my family couldn't believe it. it I bet your mom honest, was pumped, though, right? My, my whole family was pumped. We're, yeah. we're your... blue, go-hard Panthers fans from the get-go. So, I mean, that's how I was raised. So, I was really excited. Is your is your family still here in Charlotte? Yes, they are. Oh, so they're super excited to super have you back. Super excited. So, did you have to move back in with your family now? Like, are you living in the basement or, on, <laughs> on a couch or Well, right now, I'm, I'm at a hotel. <clears throat> I'm working on, you know, getting a place. Um, again, moving from California is, is quite the move, though. <laughs> so, yeah. it's going to take some time. Oh, yeah. Get out do, my you, stuff. do you have, so has your stuff still in California now? Yeah, no, it's definitely still in California. And I got to. Get out my lease and all kind of stuff I got to take care of now. Because, I mean, this just happened to me last week again. (laughs) So when you you play for the Raiders, do you live in Oakland or are you living on the other side of the bay in San Francisco? Or where where do you post up when you're playing for the Raiders? Well, for me, I was just – I'm trying to get the best price I could possibly get in the Bay Area, which is like – Which is probably ridiculous Which is still like $3,000, so (laughs) good luck anyway. But it's more of you got to – there's some, like, surrounding, like, small towns yeah. around the Bay Area that you go out to. They're about a 20, 25-minute drive. Right. Without the, the traffic, though. Without the traffic. The traffic. That's the key. Nuts out there. But what what I normally do, I was getting up at, like, 6-something anyway. And so, so you, you get up, you just wake up before the traffic. You can kind of scoot on out before everything gets cracking because, I mean, the it's, it's a madhouse out there, honestly. Yeah, the I, I was out there um, doing some due diligence. So I don't know if you know, we, we planned trips for Panther fans to go all the away games. So we, uh, you know, we played the, the Panthers played the Niners to open up the season last year. So I went out ahead of time, you know, kind of survey the area, basically, you know, put all the, the events together. And while I was there, it happened to be a playoff game for the Warriors. So I'm like, I look on StubHub, I'm by myself. I'm like, I mean, how many chances am I going to get to see Steph out here, you know, doing his thing at home? <laughs> So I picked up a ticket and decided to head over there. I swear it took me almost two hours from San yeah. Francisco. Just Whenever to to there's a Warriors game, that whole that interstate, you might as well just avoid it. Avoid it. Avoid that whole. I forgot the name of it, but but it's area. not a number. So in in Southern yeah. California, they number everything. Yeah. The 105. In Northern California, they don't do that. They call them the highway. Yeah. Whatever the highway name is, I'm yeah, learning that actually. All... Different. Yeah, that's the that's the Warriors high Steph Curry Highway, Clay Thompson Highway. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. they'll, they'll they just, might as well rename it. The Bo yeah, Jackson they might Highway. As well. That would be uh that would be fun though. They should name it after like uh sports stars from the past. Yeah, I don't know if you guys or know that. Just this. like local stars from yeah. the city or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, like we, have a, we have a Billy Graham Parkway. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. and a rusty, good, rusty be good down there. <laughs> Who would be the first one? I mean, would it be like a Jake the Lome Highway or something? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Elijah's don't unsure. Know. He's unsure about Jake. <laughs> I like, I love Jake. He got us to the Super Bowl, but we call I don't it good know. Jake the Lome Highway because there was a good and a bad Jake. <laughs> I think everybody loves good Jake. Playoff right? Jake the Lome Highway. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the Cardinals playoff Jake. Yeah, Lohm. no, we don't want to talk about that. Let's just, we'll move right on past that oh. one. Well, maybe it'll be like Highway 89 probably makes the most like sense. That. Yeah, that, that's probably the, the best one. So, like, you you are a Panthers fan, obviously, when you were growing up. Is it kind of, like, surreal when you look down and see that you're wearing a Panthers jersey at practice? And your own jersey, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's, that's the whole thing about it. It's kind of like it's, it's a dream-like feeling every time you see it. you you got to – kind of pinch yourself and make sure you know you're actually in the jersey you're in the actual panther stadium and you're playing for the panthers and there's pads on you're not just rocking out you're of the about tailgate. to go <laughs> i mean just thinking about it i was in high school just playing football and college and this was the goal the whole time was to you know get to this level and play for a team and, and i i might have had the panthers in mind growing up and somehow God willing, now I'm on this team, and yeah. it's just it's some it's an amazing feeling, honestly. Well, how do you see yourself, you know, fitting in with the squad? Because obviously, you mentioned CJ as a new addition. You know, they spent a, a first round draft pick on Christian last year. Um, you know, I know it's early; you've only had a few practices, but you know what? You know, what are you trying to do? And you know, when you come in here and be a part of the squad? Um, whatever they ask of me, I mean, I'm definitely going to be a tough downhill downhill runner. Um, that's what I do. Uh, evidence at North Carolina and everything, but yep. I can do other things for sure. Um, I, I'm I'm a good receiver out the backfield. Um, I could definitely help with a lot of that the quarterback blocking on those cam run plays and stuff like that. Because that's big for the yeah, running backs we, here. I know Jay Stu um, was always one of the best at run blocking. Yeah, we we did that at North Carolina. I did a lot of that for Marquise Williams when we had yeah. that really good season. So. Um, I'm no stranger to, you know, getting in there on some of that lead blocking on some linebackers and stuff. I'm sure it's going to be a little different trying to, you know, run up on Luke Keekly <laughs> as opposed to some of the guys in college. But I'm up for the challenge. Um, looking forward to that. I mean, also special teams, obviously. Um, you you don't really get to make the roster in the league if you, you can't do stuff on special teams. And I plan on doing whatever I can, you know, to be – a physical, athletic presence on the special teams unit, and whether it be kickoff, kickoff return, punt, punt return, whatever it, whatever they want me to do, um, I'm I'm planning on lining up there and just giving it my best shot. You know, uh, working hard, showing I deserve a place. Yeah, is that something that you're familiar with? Did you play special teams at Carolina too? At North Carolina, you can't start on offense or defense unless you start on a special team. Really? No I did not know that. Secret Larry Fedora. Yeah, that's a that's a cool – I mean, that makes it's sense. It's really good, though. It, yeah. it gets you ready. Yeah, yeah. oh, absolutely. Um, I, I was I was curious. You said, like, run blocking. Do you do you kind of – like, you said you were blocking for Marque, Marquise Williams and could block for Cam. Could you picture yourself in, like, almost like a hybrid, like, fullback, H-back role? Yeah, I mean, I could do that. I could do whatever. Again, I'm, I blocked for TJ Logan as well. So, I mean, I guess you could call it a hybrid fullback. I mean, it could just be – I just call it a two-back set. Right. Like, that's how I see it from a football standpoint. They call yeah. it a fullback. 
I just call it another running back in the backfield. I mean, sometimes they like a bigger guy, but I mean, if you could put you could put two athletic guys in the backfield, and one of them can be a run blocker for the other one. It, I mean, the defense is going to be having to do all these adjustments. I mean, it keeps them cr crazy when you have two guys that can both run, and then you motion Christian out to a receiver spot, and now they got to make all these shifts, and we, we're already running a QB power the other way or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, so you. So you could just do so much when you have that ability. Um, I think if if I just, you know, make sure I, I stay as balanced as I can to be able to help the team in whatever method that they, they right. kind of want. Is there, a, is there a running back in the league right now that you try to, like, model your game after? Um, I try to take parts from everybody, I guess. Um, if I wanted to, like, have my – my running game, like me running the football, would probably want to be like Marshawn Lynch. I mean, that's the guy I learned you got from. Got to see him up close and uh, personal. I got to see him up close and personal, and the way he does things, and the way he strikes fear in people's eyes as a runner <laughs> is, is is special. Yeah. <laughs> like he's beast mode. Yeah. Um, but there are other things that you know, like I I, I hope to be as good at route running as Christian McCaffrey, like. Guys like that, those dudes have, you know, special abilities when and hence when it comes to, you know, the route game and how to, you know, make themselves open in space and stuff like that that I could definitely want to pick up on. And then there's guys even like CJ who are who just know what to do and they're always gonna be doing the right thing. And um you can really count on those guys in like protecting the quarterback and they have a lot of hints and stuff and telling you um, what to look for in blitzes. Marshawn, I, he he does a great job in protecting the quarterback as well. Um, just guys like that, you can just pick up the little things. So I just try to, I just it's like grocery shopping to me. I, I want this from this guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm watch how this guy just does that. Just blend it all together. Yeah. You can get the best of everybody. Yeah, you try to get the best out of what everyone does the best and see how they do it, and you kind of try to emulate and make it better if you can. Right. So you've mentioned Cam, obviously, and, and I think what you were probably either a sophomore or junior in high school when Cam first started yeah. here. So you know, talk a little bit about what it was like being a Panthers fan, watching him, and now you know sharing the field with the guy. Well, it was it's one of the first things I was thinking about was like, dang, I get to be on the field with freaking Cam. That dude's <laughs> a beast. <laughs> I mean, that kind of makes my job a lot easier <laughs> when, as a running back when you have that – I call it the cam effect right. <laughs> out there on the field and the defense kind of have to worry about, well, is he going to take off in the back of their minds? And and, you, and he's got that read going on and it, it just makes them a step slower, things like that. Um, we have that and I don't think really anybody in the league really has that effect that cam has yeah. to like take it and actually inflict damage <laughs> with his body as a runner. Um I mean, there are some guys that can move around Deshaun Watson and whatnot, but they, they're not the physical presence either that Cam can be at times. Like, he, he's not a small guy. Yeah, like, sure. he, I've seen him 
run through some people. <laughs> I'm so like, <laughs> had you actually met him before? Before you you were a part of the team? Had you had, uh, you know had you been in front of him or anything? Um, yeah, I've, I've been around him. I haven't really had like an in depth conversation. I just knew Cam was real big. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I knew. <laughs> he, it sneaks up on you like when you when you see him in real. You see him on TV and he's standing next to other. Yeah, he's standing next stuff. to like six, seven, three hundred pounders. He's like, oh, he yeah. looks all right. And then yeah, you guy. go up there and you're like. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Has he given you a nickname yet? You know he's famous for giving out yes, nicknames. Yes, he calls me Panic Room. Panic <laughs> Room? What's the story behind that? Oh, uh, my eyes get really big when I'm looking the ball in. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm scared when I'm Panic trying to catch room. it. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, are, are you okay with that? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, <laughs> my eyes just get big when I'm looking the ball in. So. <laughs> That's that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, Cam is very quick with the nicknames. Yeah. yeah. So what about uh, you know, Julius Peppers being a part of the team again and you know, I mean again, he's been around forever, so I'm sure you got plenty oh. of pep memories, but what's it like being on the field with that guy? I mean, that's a, a living legend right there. That's one of Carolina's greatest. I mean, they they got a quite a few. I feel kind of at home a little bit with all these Carolina guys they've been picking up. We got Julius, we got DeNorris, Searcy. Right. Um, me, Bug Howard, Andre Smith. I mean, we got quite a few guys on the team from from UNC. So I mean, it's just it's, it's real cool though. I mean, I, I got I got I got to talk to Pep a lot just to see what his coaching staff was like and how were things in North Carolina when he was there. Because obviously, um, things are just it changes between staffs and the school obviously changes as well. Is that Mac Brown? Was he? The- it was Mac Brown when he was a kid, because that was when I was in school. I'm old over here in the yeah, that's old school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was Mac Brown when when Pep first got to school, and then it was John Bu- John Bunning. Bunting. Yeah, it was Bunning. John Bunning. It was Bunning, and then it was all <laughs> downhill from there. Like I went to, and then we got Butch for a little. Yeah, and exactly. And that went kablooey. <laughs> yep. I remember going to a so we went to the Peach Bowl when I was a freshman in college. And then sophomore year, I went to go to a Carolina game against Florida State, and I was about 10 minutes late, and I walked in, and it was already like 28 nothing with maybe like five minutes gone, and I was like, oh, man, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> I, know, I, know Pep is, I know Pep graduated, but like, let's and, – and it was that, – that was a bad year. Losing your, your freak of nature defensive end really hurts colleges. <laughs> yeah. There goes South Carolina mm-hmm. when they lost to Davion Clowney. They right. were, suddenly went from – like a number eight like <laughs> yep. powerhouse to like sure. irrelevant, basically. Yeah. Trying to get into 25. So, so let's talk <laughs> Carolina for a second. Are you, uh, I mean, obviously you're a Carolina basketball fan. Like who's your favorite Carolina basketball player of all time? Oh, favorite Carolina basketball player of all time. This is foreshadowing for the quiz. Ooh. For the quiz. quiz. We got, there's yeah. a quiz? Oh, there's no, a quiz. Oh, no. yeah, <laughs> Ooh. My favorite ba- Carolina basketball player. I'm not going to say Jordan. That's yeah. too cliche. Everyone. You can't always, say Michael. You can't say Michael. But you were there with some good teams, yeah. right? Two, oh, yeah. two was, championship teams? I was I mean, there with um, – When they lost the, to they Villanova. Lost the Villanova. And, and you were still beat, at school. Yeah, right? and yeah. when we beat Villanova. I, honestly, our rivals are Villanova. Yeah, basically. it's true. Villanova is crazy. And Duke, we hate Duke always. Yeah, always obviously. I mean, but, you guys can't see it because we're on audio podcast, but Elijah's wearing – Carolina shorts, All a Carolina, Carolina shirt. <laughs> I wore my Carolina flip flops today. So I can borrow them. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's it's a real Tar Heel uh, fest in here, and and you know what? 
UNC would deserve it. It's the best. The uh, best. little southern part of heaven. Um, I, I noticed that you slyly dodged that favorite basketball player question. That's fine. Nobody's, <laughs> no. nobody's going to be bad. No, no. Because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. Honestly, watching, actually seeing, watching some people play, I would probably go with Raymond Felton. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. love watching Raymond in college. He looked unstoppable. Oh, yeah. He was so fast. <laughs> like, yeah. It was crazy. They yeah. went. They had Raymond that like. The they had that stretch where they would have fat. They had fast point guards, so it was like Raymond. It was uh, Ed Coda, and then Raymond, and then Ty Lawson. Ty Lawson. I like Ty Lawson too. Mm. Ty Lawson was also up there. I, I don't know. Those are the days between was, Ty Lawson and Raymond Felton. I had a tough choice with that. Right. Can I answer? I mean, no one wants, no one wants to hear my favorite Tario basketball Yeah, the player, stars but. are going down. It's <laughs> every, every answer that you give, we're losing stars. Mine's Antoine Jameson. So oh, I went to junior high with Tuan, another Charlotte boy. So uh, I've known I him for really a long time. I didn't really see much of Antoine. Yeah, I, obviously a great player for a long time. Once I saw Antoine Jameson at the bar at Linda's drinking a water and eating a cheese fries by himself. Did Linda's, does Linda still exist there? Linda's does still exist. Yeah, God, those cheese fries. That, this is why I put on like a freshman 50 when I was there because I was like, ooh, <laughs> Cheese fries for me? I thought it was freshman 15. Yeah, uh, no, you 50 said 50. For me. Yeah, 50 <laughs> I was like, wait me. a minute. And then I was like, why don't the girls want to date me? I don't understand. <laughs> this is weird. I don't get it. But it's, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, we're all we're all Carolina fans in here. So that was another thing when, when you got signed. It was like, man, Elijah Hood, like he's from Charlotte, Carolina. The Charlotte Catholic numbers are just like eye-popping. Like, yeah. that's, an un- that's it, actually an understatement. How does it feel to have... I just I gotta say it again. I'm sorry. Senior year, 351 carries, 3,640 yards. Now, just to be clear, you didn't play like 40 games. You played 15 games and had 36, 40 yards, over 10 yards a carry, over 242 yards a game, 53 <laughs> That's touchdowns. That's a lot of TDs. Did that he get like, boring? He, he Did like that get boring? Scoring that many touchdowns? <laughs> like, I forgot That's over three a game. I forgot how many touchdowns I had, but that was a lot of touchdowns. Well, you had to step up because you had 48 when you were a junior. So you were like, oh, I need a couple more. <laughs> yeah, I, I just knew I, I had to do somehow better than my junior year. And then my, I was just looking at my junior year. I was like, how did this even happen? <laughs> <laughs> 48 times. I mean, that's over more than three touchdowns a game. I mean, you're just literally like living in the end zone, just running over people, right? Because you're at that point, were you this size and when you were a junior, senior in high school? I am like the exact same person. Oh, man. <laughs> so it was, it was, it that's was scary. A lot of, yeah. It, it was a lot of running. Again, you can't see, but Elijah is not a small man. No, no. He's got, I was the size of like my lineman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're just, and you're like running up on like sophomores that are like, oh, hey, I think I'm going to try out for the football team this year. Yeah, I broke a. Kid's collarbone. Or oh something. no! Like, really? Any, oh, I met him like a couple years later. He's like, you know, you broke my collarbone, like, and you didn't break stride. I was like, <laughs> I don't remember that. At all. <laughs> like, Sorry. Yeah, Cold blooded. When you break somebody's bone, and you're just like, touchdown. I got 52 more to go. Man, that's awesome. That's uh, that's yeah, pretty exciting. I was like, oh. I was like, I, but then I asked him how much he weighed. He was like, he was like 120. I was like, well, that's there's the problem. Yeah. I, I was like 220. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> like that's not your fault. Hit, you're trying to hit something moving like yours. <laughs> you were going for touchdown 48. He just yeah. got in the way. 
Good for him, at least, for getting in he your way. He was brave. I was like, wow, you're brave, though. <laughs> you went in there. I would, I would imagine people, like, make business decisions when they're, like, a, when they're, like, a junior in high school and they're, like, I'm going to get, you know what? I'm just, you go. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. Yeah, there were some business decisions that had to be made. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of business, you know, the Panthers obviously just, um, you know, have a new owner. I mean, it's not official until all the owners vote on it, but for all intents and purposes, there's a new owner, David Tepper. Do you know much about him? And, and as a player, um, you know, what kind of interaction do you have with the owner of the team in your experience? Um, no, I don't know him really well, but I'm looking forward to getting to know him. I mean, owners have just a great importance to the, the direction that a team can uh, goes and how it brands itself and they kind of direct the culture as a whole so um I have I just I have a feeling though he's gonna be a great guy um I trust the organization um I trust the NFL and the owners they they pick high class individuals they they're really selective about who they let in so I'm just I'm I'm expecting the guy to come in here and he's gonna be it's gonna be great for us we're gonna uh get behind him, um, you know, try to win him some Super Bowls. Absolutely. Trust, yeah. trust in his faith. Thankful, I'm thankful he's keeping us here, everything, as a local charlatan. Right. Um, Last thing you want to do is get picked up by the Panthers and then move to uh, <laughs> Bermuda yeah. it or turns yeah, out London. <laughs> I, got, I got picked up by the Panthers from California, sent to Charlotte. And now and you're in Oklahoma City. The team is moving to Oklahoma City. <laughs> 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 that would be yeah, a series that. of events. <laughs> did you, when you were in in Oakland, did you have any interaction with um with Al Davis? Nope, Al Davis is dead. Uh, with uh, Mark Davis. Mark Davis. Did, yeah, did, like as a player. Yeah, Mark Davis. Yeah, Mark Davis was around for sure. Um, does his hair always look like it does? His in the hair is always in the bowl cut <laughs> forever. It's perfectly clean cut every time too. It's like. A, it's like a straight, straight line across line huh? every day. I'm like, man, that's a fierce bowl. When <laughs> he just puts the bowl on, it's gets fierce. Haircut every morning. <laughs> this one's a little longer today. Let me straighten it out. <laughs> it's fierce. Yeah, but no, Mark was definitely around. Um, I, I I shook his hand and talked to him a little bit. He didn't really talk to me that much. Um, he was definitely more concerned about you know the Derek Cars and the Khalil Max and yeah, Marshawn. I mean, he's got some guys got to worry about. Sure. Um, and he's very busy um, dealing with the whole, you know, Las Vegas move and right. the $2 billion stadium. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I just thought about that. We, we, the stadium cost $2 billion. The Panthers was just bought for like <laughs> that much. Yeah. We're, we're still a new organization, but still. Still, that right. just kind of put some perspective on that in well, my the, mind. You know, the Georgia Dome, I don't you guys didn't play there last year with the Raiders, right? You haven't been in the Georgia no, Dome yet. So, you know, they opened that. That's not the Georgia Dome, it's, it's the Mercedes. Mercedes. It'll always Mercedes. be Mercedes. it'll always the be the Georgia Dome Mercedes. to me. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna call it that. But you know, that's a billion dollar stadium. And now you know, you're talking about the Vegas stadium that's going up being two, but I just heard recently now the LA stadium is up to four billion dollars. Like this is <laughs> It's like whole economies and stadiums. <laughs> dealing with. It's amazing. I mean, it's out in Inglewood. It's next to. They're building the casino into it, basically, which is great oh, for I'm, me. I'm interested so I can, in that. I can tailgate at the blackjack <laughs> table, have some beers, and roll in and watch the Panthers win. That'd be fantastic. Well, sports betting is now legal, so it, it's going to be uh, these. Whenever Game we go, yeah, it, it really is. Do you think? I, like, it's interesting to me. I, I'd imagine like it's going to put a lot more 
um, like of a microscope on cert on plays and like referees and everything is yeah. gonna be like when those when those crazy like last second touchdowns that cover the spread that don't have anything to do with the games like those things have happened in the past and now that it's legal <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of like hey mm. um why did he just score that touchdown like a lot of that kind of stuff yeah this, this is gonna be interesting I mean football is just football yeah <laughs> but yeah well, I heard whenever I, there's other things. Working behind the scenes, it always seems to get. Oh yeah, well, I know that the prop betting is a lot of what they said that you know the concern could potentially be. Um, you know, I know if Mike Shula was still the offensive coordinator, I'd prop bet run up the middle every single time. <laughs> first down, and probably have a nice new house, right? And yeah, that and that would paint the fans thing. That's how it works. And then we'll put the logo at midfield, and then but that's that has nothing to do with anything. But I just wanted to get that logo at midfield in there. Yes, um, but I have I, people betting on like the plays and. I, I, I don't even know what it's going to be like. I guess I mean, you they could. Bet, they, when you start betting, you just bet on everything. It's be like, oh, yeah. Cam going to throw a touchdown like today. Yeah, yeah, I'll put 20 bucks on that right now, of course. Yeah, heads for the coin toss. Yeah, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, like, it's going to get crazy. Yeah, it's going to get out of hand real fast. It's crazy. You don't, we need some regulation. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We need some regulation. It, this is oh, yeah. going to get crazy. Maybe what they should do is like have it only where you can bet in – states where you don't have a football team or something i don't know i'm, I'm just spitballing if if the if congress is listening to the podcast i know yeah. they are first of all text give us josh a, give us a five-star review <laughs> and then also maybe let me know and i'll give you some t- tips and pointers on what the new law should be for uh sports legalized gambling um uh do you i like i just i want to ask so like when i was growing up i had um i had a chad coda jersey that was like my favorite panthers memorabilia did you have like a favorite piece of panthers like merch or uh jersey or something like that when you were in high school growing up well i had when i was growing up i had this way too big mike minner jersey that i had nice and <laughs> now you're wearing 30 right yeah is that i mean that's crazy that's... yeah it's real crazy um his it's it's still too big. <laughs> I don't know what size. Like, I got this jersey. I think it's just for looks because it's like a quadruple XL or something. I never grew into it all my life. It's always been in my closet. Yeah. So and it's always been in like really nice condition though. So yeah, that's good news. <laughs> yeah. You could just put the duct tape over oh, the minor just, kinda... just say hood now. Yeah, be I could just kind of. Go to a stitch stop. Yeah. <laughs> just get some letters stitched on over it. I got one more question, though. Okay. If you had to split up double trouble, are you taking D. Will or J. Stu? Ooh, great question. Oh, that's, that's a tough one, right? Yeah. When they were together, they oh, both man. were. It was just so good. So one of my favorite moments in the stadium was 2000. I'm terrible with years, but it was the Monday night football game versus the Bucks, And that was right at the, the height of double trouble. And both those guys ran for like 150 yeah. yards, a couple I'm touchdowns. Sure it was, it was, and they both had like a thousand. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yep. They were that that was against Tampa, right? And yep. Monday night. Tampa Monday night game. And they both they had that one drive where they were just where it was like four plays, 80 yards. <laughs> and it was just boom. D'Angelo Williams, Jonathan Stewart, D'Angelo Williams, Jonathan Stewart, touchdown. And it was just like, yay, I'm so excited. Uh, the stadium, no one sat down, which is, you know, unusual in our stadium. And it was, that was a magical moment in there with those guys. No, that was, it was. Um, if I had to choose, I'd probably go with D'Angelo then, though. D'Angelo was in his prime. Yeah. Just, 
So you wore, you wore 34 at Carolina, right? Yeah. Was that because of D. Will or that that was the number they gave you? Um, a little bit of that. I mean, I I I've been I've been 34 for a minute though. I've been okay. watching a bunch of 34s ever since I was little. I watched. You were 34 at Catholic too. Yeah, I was 34 at Catholic. I was 34 in middle school. I was 34 Pop Warner. Yeah. Um, just from watching Sweetness and um, Earl Campbell, all those guys. I mean, there's just so many great 34s out there. Sure. So it, I just figured it was. The number of ballers get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like it. Absolutely. Well, uh, Elijah, thank you so much for joining us. I really yeah. appreciate it. I know that the that the Roaring Riot, the Panthers fans are super excited that you're on the team. Absolutely. Excited to see what you can do uh, out you, there on the field. And You're making Charlotte proud, man. We're happy to have you home for sure. I'm happy to be back. Absolutely. Uh, follow uh, Elijah on Twitter at Eli M. Hood. That's right. Yeah, uh, and you're on Instagram too, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, that's the same. Everybody loves – I feel like Instagram is, like, more popular than Twitter in the NFL. Do you feel that way? Like, Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. Why is that? Is it just because it's, like, you could just scroll through or, like, why? Well, NFL players, we like to show our faces because I, I think people don't see our faces a lot. Yeah, Instagram that's fair. Instagram does a better job of that. Probably. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I, mean, I, I buy it. I, I That's exactly why I use Twitter more because nobody wants to see my face. <laughs> so that works out also, perfect. Also true. Yes. If uh, you don't want your face seen, Twitter, on the other hand, yeah, exactly. is the option that's, you want to gain. And then there are a bunch of like young people, uh, social media, Snapchats, and uh, that I just don't. I, I try Snapchat. I can't get into it. Yeah. I can't. I'm too old. It I can't just all it, dis- it disappears real fast. I like to be able to like remind myself of like, oh, yeah, that's right. The whole thing, the whole reason why I like Twitter and Facebook is you'd be like, oh, like, like, look, like a year ago, I was having yeah, so much fun. Like, <laughs> this, the fact that it's gone is, oh, I, I'm forgetful. Yeah, exactly. I, need <laughs> I, a, I, need, I want it to be a positive experience, not a negative experience. And they like send you a text and it, that'll disappear too. I'm like, what, what, what were we talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say last? Like, I can't believe you just said that. And you're like, I don't even know what I just said. It I just don't disappeared. Remember. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, Yeah, thank you guys for joining us uh, on It Is What It Is. Thank you, Elijah. Thank you, Zach. And we will see you next time on It Is What It Is. I don't know if that's how we're going to end, but I love it. (laughs) 